Oh, well, hey there. How are you? I ventured out this week. Yes, I did. I went outside and it was a mixed bag. I'll be honest. It was a mixed bag. It was uh, a lot of stress going. But once I got there, it was absolutely beautiful. So I guess the moral of the story is if you can swing it, if you can pull yourself out of yourself and go out from time to time, then try it. But if you, if it's too much for you, don't push yourself. That's my best piece of advice. Um, that little trip is going to hold me for a while. I don't see me going out anytime soon. So there was that. Another piece of important information, I guess you could say that this is a brass that we're going to tack real quick. This is the final episode of the season. When we begin, when we go back in next week, it will be a whole new season of Beauty Reform School. And of course, I cannot do it without you. I always tell you that because it's true. So... Yes, there's that. And to kick off, let's to finish and tie this season up with a nice bow. I got a good one for you. This week, we are going to talk to Ed of the When Doves Podcast podcast. And we are going to discuss the beautiful one, none other than his royal badness, Prince. We're going to talk about all things Prince and we're going to talk about you know, music as well as his style and his beauty. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this royal episode of Beauty Reform School. Oh, hi. You stumbled across Beauty Reform School, the podcast that explores beauty, style, reinvention, self-care, all from the perspective of the outside looking in. We pick apart the classics so we can confidently break the mold. And I'm your host, Bad Bad, the artist, the educator, the retail grunt, the problem child, the one who's done it the hard way for decades, and now I'm passing the savings on to you. So bring me your tired, your confused, your weirdos, your others yearning to breathe free. If this sounds like you, grab your pen and grab your scratch pad and let's figure this crap out together. Right here at Beauty Reform School. Hello, check one, two, one, two, check, 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 one, one, two, check. Hello. Can checks go higher than five? Is there anybody ever said check one, two, three, four, five ever in your in your recording career? No. Performing career? No. Yeah, I think it stops at four, right? That's It has to, there's a hard stop at four. You can't go past four. Yeah. Three, um... Is you is like about it, but sometimes four, and then they just start um, scatting. Oh know? really? <laughs> well, yeah, because that's what I call. It. Like they'll just be like, check, 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 check,
Yeah, I had a, I was in a band way back in high school where they like to go checkers, check, check, checkers. <laughs> check one, two. Is PJ Brown. Ed! I am so excited to talk to you in general. Yes, yes, yes. I was doing really, really well with the um, pandemonium check-ins for a while. I was doing yeah. really well with those. And then I, you know, then I fell into the the the, the empty, dark, hollow place, and you know. Oh, a lot of us were there. I wish I, yeah. I'm surprised I didn't see you there. You know what? You we probably did see each other and could not identify each other. Probably. Oh, that's that's quite possible. That's so true. Yeah, because you know how that place is. That place Absolutely is crazy. It's not well lit. It's hard no. to make out the other people's shapes and who. <laughs> you know what no. I'm saying? Yeah, At for sure. All. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Oh my goodness! All we, for all we know, we could have been right next to each other. We could have been bumping into each other left and right. We didn't even right, know I it. Missed it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, I am very, very, very glad to have you here because for so many reasons, aside from the fact that you know I haven't talked to you for a really long time, and mm-hmm. I am just so jazzed about your podcast. Ah, oh, me, me, and you both. I'm glad you are. Yeah. And, and... I am jazzed. I am super duper jazzed about your podcast. I'm very excited about it. And awesome. I, I gotta get this guy on the podcast so we can talk about it. Of I course. Wanna, oh, my I pleasure. Tell me all about it. Cause uh, I mean, I got, I'm, I'm all set. I got my beverage. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I got my fuzzy slippers on. I just been ready <laughs> for you to tell me all about it. Just, just. You know, just tell me. I'm listening. Absolutely, absolutely. Can you still hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, I feel like every once in a while, the my phone goes dark and it kind of kills your app. And then my attached, I have like little head uh, earphones in my ears here, and it's like going in and out. So I hope this is okay. But I can uh, hear you great. Okay, um, if cool. If you have any problems, then don't you worry. We will just do our studio editing magic, and we will fix it. Um, even if we have to re, if we have to link, relink back up. You got. Listen, we'll fix it in post, as they say. <laughs> You're just giving away all the, the inside base. I am. I'm. My there. job today, PJ, is to pull that curtain back for the listening public and understand what's happening here with this recording. That's my job. Okay. It's like a, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's it's the public service I provide. Okay. Well, you know. So, you know, the, the, this is, uh, <laughs> we are actually coming up on um, the, our anniversary of Beauty Reform School podcast. We're coming up on year two. Congratulations. Wow. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. We're coming up on year two. Wow. And uh, I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's honestly, that's just the inherent beauty of podcasting right there, right? <laughs> it really yeah. is. That's what I love about it. I really wing do. And a prayer productions. Oh, no, listen. It's really not, everyone. It's not, I don't have a wing and a prayer production. <laughs> I hear you though, because when I was going into this, I'm like, I have no idea what needs to happen to make this work. I just All don't know. All you do is it had to be done. Had to be done. Had yeah. to be done. Yeah, yeah. That's right. 
you know, yeah, and so for the for the listeners, please tell us what the podcast is called because I love this title. Just yeah, yeah, sure. So the podcast that I'm currently involved with is called When Doves Podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know what's so funny about that name? Uh, so let me give you a little background. So this, I have to give complete props to my good friend Jared Delaney, who's my co-host on the podcast. He, I am a Super Prince fan. And, and you and I need, we'll talk a little bit because you and I connected so quickly. And then I want to talk about too, how you made, made realized for me a, a lifetime dream, which was to sing a very particular Prince song live and like out somewhere. And, and you made that happen, which I'm forever in your debt for, for doing that. Right. Cause that was like, that honestly was like a bucket listy thing for me. That was I kind a beautiful of, space that we were able to do it in too. When you been, let me do it twice, which was insane, you know. And you're so generous with your time and your and your and your talent to let let me even do this at all. However, I want to say this: when you came down to do the rehearsal for that, and when you guys were riffing a little bit, and you did when you sang "Do You Lie," I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Someone's singing Prince's "Do You Lie." Like who? I could take just grab a bazillion artists and song no one would pick do you lie like i was so impressed with that choice and of course your vocals you know your vocals are out of this world in general anyway Aww. but to hear you sing that song i was i felt privileged to be in the room with you singing that song and i was just like <laughs> god was going i was geeking out because i'm like she's singing too. i'm like i was trying to act cool about it but i was inside geeking that you were singing do you lie like i was like come on this is I crazy it's a great song. We just did the parade episode. I mean, we, we're, we're, we're in advance. Uh, you know, we're, we're putting these in the can in advance. We're, we've only released three. Well, I guess I should tell everybody what this, is, what this podcast is yes. about, right? Let's do that <laughs> so before excited. we get... Yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. So my friend Jared Delaney, who's a, he's a big music head. He, he's a casual Prince fan. He really appreciates Prince. He's not a diehard like, say, I am, who like, has been a Prince fan for since 19... Since the 80s, since the early 80s, right? Right. Um, he's the one who said, you know, what? we should do a podcast. Let's do a podcast and let's just walk through Prince's discography, do that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, OK, yeah, you know, I, I never thought it was going to happen. And, you know, we, we started talking about planning it. And he said he'd get some equipment and all this stuff and we'd start doing it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's going to I just didn't, didn't think didn't think it was going to happen. And I don't know. If, I don't I don't know if PJ, if you knew this or not, but I. January, I moved out to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, uh, and I'm st I'm still out here because my mom lives out here, and I came out here because of the pandemic and to help her out, and I've just decided to move here. So okay. I am been, and when, once that happened, I thought there's no way this podcast is going to happen. And Jared, again, he just every once in a while we connect. And he'd be like, "Hey, when when are you going to come down to a pot? Let's let's do one of the podcasts, you know?" So we started recording in March, I think it was. Um, and basically would do a sitting and talk about an album and we go track for track, you know, right. we do, we do general impressions. We do each track, what we think of each track it's been, and then we, you know, we pick like our favorite track out of, off the album, our least favorite track off the album. And then because we were, we're starting at the beginning of his career, which, which song points to the future where he's going musically, which I, it was a fascinating thing to think through. Huh. And, and then, um, I'm missing something else. Uh, there's other. There's one other category which I can't remember. But then we would talk about a feature that Jared had, which I like, is called "Dig If You Will a Picture," which is all about the album art. And yeah. he talks about reviews of the album art. 
And then I kind of do a riff on Prince's song, The Question of You. I do a question for you, which is like a trivia question, right? Okay. That I throw out to the to the Purple family out there and see if they can Love dig it. deep into their knowledge of Prince, right? Mm -hmm. So we started recording these and it's been, it's been fascinating on so many different levels. It really has. Yes, the birds behind you are very excited about it. Well, I am sitting, I guess. He's, you in, know. A, he's in a room full of doves for those of you who... Um, we're wondering where all the birds are coming from. <laughs> that's, that's right. Listen, if I'm going to do a Prince podcast, I'm going all in. Like, I got my paisley on. You know, I got my high heels. Listen, I'm doing it all up. I got the birds here. I got the doves. Got a, all that he's stuff. in a room full of white doves. And that's right. Where all the tweeting is coming from. That's, that's, that's right. That's that, hilarious. Yeah, definitely had to do that. Had to do that. Yeah. Well, you know, part of the reason, yeah, I know that some listeners might be like, okay, now I do take liberties all the time with this podcast and it is beauty reform school, but I, and I always do a beauty tie back. So I have a very special beauty tie back for this particular podcast. For those of you who are not aware, Urban Decay is, is true. a Prince yep. makeup coll collection. It's not really big. It's a small collection. But they're putting it out nonetheless. And when they made that announcement, it, a lot of people came to me and let me let me know because I'm a huge Prince fan. Mm -hmm. And they um, were like, did you see it? Did you see it? So <laughs> I thought that this would be a perfect time to have Ed on who's doing this podcast, this Prince podcast, and we could talk Prince. And, yeah. you know, in honor of the... Uh, in honor of the fact that they're actually putting out a collection for him, I thought this would be a perfect time to air this uh, this particular episode. So if anybody was wondering what on earth does Prince have to do with makeup, first of all, you're not a true Prince fan. That's right. You don't know Prince if you don't think <laughs> he has something to do with makeup. And secondly, because of that, I thought that also had a good thing to do with it. I also wanted to point out that I thought it was really cool um, that Prince, just from the beginning... You know, like we're talking about, you know, this is Pride Month too, and we're talking about, you know, acceptance and respect mm -hmm. for all and all that kind of stuff. But I always thought it was amazing that Prince managed in in most, you know, there's there's jerks everywhere, but for the most part, Prince managed to stay in his own lane regarding um, uh, gender fluidity and all this other stuff. That he was the one dude. You know, it seemed like he was the one person out there who could just was, uh, I don't even know. I don't even want to say male identifying, but he was just the one person that would come out just as he was and, and just living and basking in his gender fluidity. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people did not. They didn't question it right from the beginning. They mm. loved him so much. Go. I mean, listen. I mean, you know, we we. T it's funny because you know we've done, like I said, we've done up to the parade album actually. So we're already set seven albums in, which is pretty impressive. And again, this guy was releasing almost an album every year, which is insane in its own right. But back to your point done. about, yeah, back to your point about how he was gender fluid. I mean, you know, he, you know, yeah. He definitely, I think, took a page out of Bowie's book, right? A bit right. with that. And he definitely was not shy about getting putting the makeup on, Steve, <laughs> going no. back to your link and the eyeliner. I mean, it was very a prince look. And, you know, his look changed a lot. You know, I mean, All the time. and yeah. and really when you get past his first 
and I mean passed by like, oh my God, please get past them. They're awful albums. But his first two albums, right. you know, you, you get to Dirty Mind and it's just, it's so groundbreaking for its time. That was released in 1980. The mm-hmm. guys, the guys dressed on this album cover with, you know, bikini briefs, <laughs> um, his, his, you know, his kind of standard kind of what became a standard jacket of the eighties with like the studs on them and like yeah, the purple yeah. look, but he had like a, a handkerchief wrapped around and, you know, there's bed springs behind him, you know, and I, you know, I, I can't tell you that I know the ins and outs of, say, um, any music at the time that was kind of playing around with uh, sexuality or, or ideas of being gay or not gay. But I mean, he specifically states that in that Dirty Mind album, you know, like a woman asking him at a club if he's gay. And I don't know, I don't know if the music of the time, if that even that word used in that way was even something that was done, you know, that he threw yeah. that out there. Yeah. I mean, Bowie played with this and he did John, you know, Johnny, I'm only dancing and he kind of rebel rebel, but there was never, right. the word gay was never used, you no. know, specifically in any of his no. material that I'm aware of anyway. I'm not a, I love Bowie. I'm not a huge Bowie fan. I don't know his material as well as I know Prince's for sure. But yeah, he definitely was playing with that. And then as you got into like the purple rain era oh, yeah, and, and then, yeah, I ha- I use that as a point of reference for a lot of people because you know, people get really, uh, they get their dander up when I say, you know, that Prince was quite gender fluid and people get their dander up. And I'm like, he told <laughs> you in Purple Rain specifically, you know, he said, I'm not your woman. I'm not your man. I'm something that you'll never. Absolutely. Forget. He completely, he just laid it out there for you. Absolutely. Right he did. And I mean, even if you, if and it's this thing that's been fascinating, dancing through his <laughs> material, like sequentially, you had the, I mentioned about Dirty Mind. The next album he has after that is called Controversy. And he just, he hits it in right on the nose. Like the song Controversy, yeah. it says, am I straight? Am I gay? Like you want to know these. And at that time, you know, back then, like he was playing all of the things. Like he didn't want to be labeled anyway, in my opinion. Like he didn't no, want to be labeled. No, his not. sexuality wasn't be labeled. He didn't want his race to be labeled. Like he just wanted to be this thing out. That's Prince, like in itself unique. Exactly. Like there his own thing, his Prince thing, right? And right, right. Um, there's no reason he should be defined in any way. Like it was yeah. just, and he really he really crafted his career through his music, his look and his lyrics, right. just all reinforced that. It was such, and that's the thing that's been amazing, PJ, is walking, you know, I've always loved his music and and I, I talk about why I love his music and reasons I think I love his music. And, you know, I always, I, I hope that everybody out there, whether it's Prince, doesn't have to be Prince, but you have that one artist that you just feel the vibration connects. Like you just yeah. have something that just, and I feel that way with him. And, um, you know, again, marching through it, like you could see how, like he crafted, he thought through and he strategized around how he was going to create his own myth and his own enigma. And he did it like, and like dropping hints, he never exposed himself completely, uh, whether it's was his, his body or his, you know, dropping who he was completely in the lyrics, right. like little hints here and there. It was it's it's fascinating to really to really go back and revisit all that material. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you know? for sure. I mean, yeah. it's it's and I you know, I, I saw I saw the collection. Um, I saw the collection and I wasn't I was underwhelmed. I'm just gonna be honest. I was underwhelmed. Um, yeah. Part of me wants to get it just for uh, for getting it sake. You know, yeah, yeah, no, I get collector's you. sake. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really feel like they could have taken it a lot further. Um, 
they kind of played it safe with it. And I, that's the part that disappointed me a bit. I thought that they should have just really just went balls out with it and they did not. Yeah. So, okay. That's, that, that's my review. If anyone wants to. But you know what, listen, and I, and I, 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 I'm not surprised to hear that. Unfortunately, I just think now you got some, some, an entity called the Prince estate making business decisions on behalf of Prince. So, you know, where maybe Prince would have been very Prince and said, Hey, if we're going to do this, we're going to go wild with it. Right. You know, you have an estate now that's very calculated and they're yeah. trying to do, make the right bu- quote unquote business decisions on behalf right. of the estate. So I'm not surprised to hear that they went maybe a little safe with what I they mean, put out there in the market. designed it, the, the, the case alone would have been incredible. So right. like just the packaging alone would yeah. have been amazing. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I, no doubt in my mind that you're right about that. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that, every time I talk to you, I get, I get giddy. My face hurts. And then, <laughs> and then I get sad. Cause then I, oh, no. No, oh. cause then I miss him, you know? Oh, PJ. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I get, I get all giddy. I'm like, ah, oh, friends, 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 friends. And we, I feel like we're two like little schoolgirls jumping up and down. And yeah, stuff, and I'm like, sure. Oh, then I get all sad. Oh, well, listen, but, no, it's all good. It's not sad, like you know, it's not life destroying sad. It's just like nostalgically, I miss him sad, you know. But well, it always, it always winds up with me just listening to a bunch of music after, so it's fine. Oh, that's good. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And listen, it, that just means that we need to see. Look, with things winding, things getting better. We, I gotta come to Philly visit you yeah. guys. I'm sure are gonna be playing out again. I gotta see you guys again playing, and I'll make sure I'm down a weekend when you guys are out doing something. You know, yeah. and I'll see you. I don't know. Just the thought of that, my goodness. Like, uh, we, uh, my guitar player was uh, not my guitar player. My drummer was away. Uh huh. Um, he was away he was out of out of the country for um almost the whole year and now he's back and we are all starting to make plans to gather and we're going to have to do some major rehearsing because we're rusty mm. we are rusty chains i so hear that we need to, <laughs> to do that and then at some point i'm sure we will play out again and it's it's really it's exciting and it's weird and i'm not ready to be outside but mm. i know once we all get together i'll feel a little bit better once I hear us all in a room playing music again. That's going to be great. So yeah. I just have to push my way. I have to push past, uh, you know, the the social anxiety and the agoraphobia and all the other stuff, and then just get to get there. And I think I'll be all right. I guess uh, you'll be fine. I have no doubt in my mind. Once you start, <laughs> once everybody's together and the music's playing, you'll you're gonna just it's gonna click back in for you. I have I no think doubt. So. I yeah, think so. I just, you know, it's just the idea of out is just really stressful. <laughs> yeah, you know, I hear you there. I do. I mean, one of the things I'm I'm thinking of now that I, I'm starting to get the itch to, um, I, I know I've done, so, I just, I was doing acting in Philly too, here and there, and I was doing improv and I'm thinking, you know, it'd be nice here, even though I'm here in Harrisburg, they certainly have a little, some theaters downtown. They have an improv theater as well. But I feel rusty, too. I haven't performed on stage right. in over a year, you know, and I'm thinking, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm like, let's do it. But I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't done this in a while. And right. is it going to be like going to be on a little bit of a learning curve again? I, I think, think so. You know, yeah, I think you're right for everything, you know, just like everyday stuff. I think we're all going to have to get used to that again, because, you know. Even just when yeah. I'm outside and I see people like milling about, I feel like my anxiety goes through the roof and I'm just like, why am I here? What are we doing? What's going on? So I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. 
It's a little weird. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. It's a little, little weird. A little so, weird. <laughs> so where are you now in uh not no spoilers, but where are you like right about now? Like as far as like the where are you like talent like calendar wise on your podcast? Like what what area what episode are you on right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is timely. So we just released today because we, we we release new episodes each each Sunday. Okay. Um, we just released the controversy album episode today. Okay. Uh, so yes, start, which is an interesting listen because I going back and listening to it, and and again marching through his catalog, mm-hmm. it's it's giving me different perspectives on albums. The way I kind of felt about them, like maybe from a distance, because I haven't really a listened to them maybe at all or listened to them with a critical ear. I'm like right. oh, controversy. I'm not sure if this is a him raising the bar here, or maybe a rare misstep for Prince coming off the Dirty Mind album. So it was a really interesting. It has one of my all time favorite tracks. The track controversy to me is my oh yeah one of all time favorites. And yeah. I mentioned in the podcast that even before I knew who Prince was, there was a radio station back, and I grew up in the sticks here in in, in Pennsylvania. But there was a local radio station on Fridays used to play like. I don't know, Fantastic Voyage and like, like, oh, yeah. which, you know, and, and controversy would play and I'd be bouncing on the bed and my mom would come up and yell at me, what are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> this song's amazing. You know, like, I'm just like, so like, that was my first, without even knowing it was my first real Prince track that I loved, you know? So yeah. I've always loved controversy. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we just got, we just released it today and uh you know, we're making this kind of like my ideal situation here would be if this is almost like, you know, you have book clubs, it's like a Prince album club. So yeah. what I would love is for folks like they know the sequence a bit. If you're a Prince fan, go back and re-listen to the album. Right. In your own mind, think, well, what do I think about this? What tracks are sticking out, um, you know, standing out for me? And then come back, listen to the to the podcast and how wrong you are. See how, how right we are. <laughs> Right, with our right. reviews, you know, and to get a conversation starting, you know, about about the material and what Prince was trying to do with some of the songs and the lyrics and all that. I mean, it's been fun. I mean, for me, it's been fun, A, because I'm just such a big fan. But for me, because he's been he was such a part of my life. I grew up with his music. It's like this is like this is like, Ed, this is this is your life. Like I'm I'm going yeah. back to, oh, my God, I was 15 when that album came out. And I remember why that song had such an impact on me. Time to do as well, you know. Yeah. And while we're giving out homework, I'm going to give out some homework here for the <laughs> Reform School listeners. If you've bought the Prince collection or if you've done a Prince look, like a tribute look, please send them to me either on Instagram or Facebook or at the usual place at beautyreformschool.com. If you send them, I will post them. Oh, that so sounds fun. Them. I'd love to. I look. Anything Prince I'm into, but I would love to see your Prince, your purple, your purple looks, your purple shares, like even your apricot, your peach and black phase, like show, just show yeah, all your Prince looks, please just show me all of my, I don't care if it's Halloween costumes, because you know I love me some Halloween, just <laughs> show, show me your Prince stuff, I want to see it. It's so cool to hear you mention the peach and black, because I'm doing... I'm coming up to my my personal favorite album of Prince's, which is Sign of the Times. And um, I was listening to some um, other material around about about him at that time. And when he was touring in Europe with the, the Sign of the Times tour, on the ticket, he would say, folks, wear peach and black or put makeup on that's peach and black for the yeah. concert. Because that was his 
that's that was his big color scheme at the time was peach yes. and black so mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah you yeah. know i know <laughs> i know you know i'm just i'm just making sure the listeners know that i know that you know that we all know that you know, you know that's what that i'm just I know that we know that. <laughs> You know exactly. Funny is, uh, I had told you about the the Martha Graham Cracker uh, Prince. Oh yeah. The year that yeah. Prince died. Yep. But I remember like trying to figure out what I was going to wear, and I was, you know, I was really working hard trying to figure out what I was going to wear, and I had pretty much got the whole outfit together. And my best friend, who be- this is another, yet another reason why she's my best friend, she said, "Hey, I got something for you." And I said, what? She said, you can, because I was saying, I was like, what kind of jewelry should I wear? I don't know, you know. And she got me this harness that had gold chains on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, and then she goes, well, it's not three chains of gold, but still. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like yes. <laughs> wow, yes. that's the- that person, your friend gets bonus points for t- the drop of three right. chains of gold. That's, right? that's, that's going deep. That's a deep cut. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, this is why she's my best friend. This is why. That's pretty amazing. Here's a question for you. Did you wear that same or similar look? I feel like I saw, I think I you you did perform, right, at the I Martha. Did. But you also, didn't I see you perform? Why do I think I saw you perform? Did you perform at XPN Live? Uh. I have performed at XPN Live. That mm. was, but I've done, I've done, I've been done a couple of shows at XPN Live. Okay. But because um, I remember the look, I, it, I, it's the look I'm thinking of. You looked amazing because I do remember it. I remember the gold. You know, you look, you looked fantastic. You look absolutely fantastic. You. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like that's you know, and I think that Prince had a lot to do with that too. Like we were we were having a conversation about you know performers and you know how you dress for a show and whatever. And I said, you know, it all depends on the band and the kind of music they're in and the way that they like to present. But for mm-hmm. me, you know, I gussy up for shows, and I always I always have. And it's like you know, my thing is though, if I'm coming out of the house, number one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I'm coming out of the house, then I, it, it's cause for me to gussy up. And number two, I, I I want them to have like a full experience, like a whole yeah, a whole experience, not just the music, not just whatever. I want them to have something to look at. I want them to have something to hear. I want them to have you know to feel something. Like I want them. I want all as many senses as possible. You know. And that's the, that's one of the only times I wear perfume is when I perform. Oh, interesting. That is interesting. Because if I come up to someone, I want them, you know, to just get like a nice whiff of a good perfume. Yeah. 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 That's the only time I wear perfume though, because I don't tend to wear it, but that I'll wear it for a show. That's really cool. I love that. And I have to say, like, in the times I've seen you, you're like this amazingly, I don't know even how to say it's from outer space, but like in a good way, like... <laughs> songbird like you're like a bird up there like you know like it's like but it's not you know just saying you're a bird just seems like it's way underplaying what it is do you know what i mean so yeah, like I you know what i'm saying right i, I think folks it. who've seen I pj know what i'm saying like it 
it's all that and more like it's great you know it's yeah. it's it really is it really is yeah oh my yeah, goodness if, yeah if anybody um will see when you see the art for the you know the art for the podcast this podcast episode i will be it will be a picture of me um doing the prince tribute show so nice give you an idea of what i yes like when i perform but yeah it was uh but yeah that was a yeah that was something else so you know, it but was, I, but, but that's, but I think that Prince was part part of the reason why I was motivated to do that in general when it came to performing, like the way you dress, mm-hmm. because not, of course, his music, like he could just stand there with some jeans on and a t shirt and he would be amazing, but just the way he presented at every show, he like gave you something to look at, and it's like absolutely, and that that stuck with me, you know, it's like it's it's just different you know it's it's what it's what sets you aside from just the the average person who wears a jean jeans and a t-shirt and just gets up there and performs i mean some people might consider it like a gimmick but i also i consider it like an experience you know what i mean i love the way you're looking at that i mean i know that kind of went out of fashion when we got into the 90s with the grunge movement and all I that it was all about care. just yeah you know but you no know, but i hear what you're saying like there's folks who just want people to go up there don't, don't care what they look like but I, I i hear what you're saying like and the other thing about prince is he he changed his look to to kind of highlight or to reinforce the material he was currently living right so like you have such different looks between dirty mind purple rain around the world in the day parade which parade was such a mark difference in his look oh, from yeah. where he had just come from and it plays well like it 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 you look at him in a parade in that parade era and you know if folks don't remember him parade that's if you think of a kid <laughs> I'm not surprised if you do you lie that we talked about before. Um, you know, he went from, you know, his purple rain and all that look to this sort of slick back hair. And he was wearing, if you if guys remember the guys and gals, remember the, the kiss video. Yeah. Um, oh, Ed. I'm back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sorry. That was... the kiss video. Yeah. If you, if you, if you folks have seen the, the kid video and how different he looked there and it's, it's pretty iconic that video with the slick back hair, the crop top and all, um, always, he always had common elements, the buttons on the, on the, on the slacks and things were, were kind of consistent throughout, but like it also made sense given the material he was currently living with his performance, like that stripped down kind of look was yeah. representative of this, of this kind of stripped down version of kiss. Like that's a very, there's a lot, a lot of instruments on that song, right? It's pretty stripped right. down production-wise. It makes sense. It reinforces, right? Mm-hmm. And it also, the guy could dance, too, besides everything else he could do. So everything he wore also, you know, worked on stage. Uh, the color schemes always worked. Everything was just, the yeah. guy was on fire. He just, he was, there wasn't, a, like you said, I love the way you say that because, yeah, I think Prince certainly was trying to create a full experience, not just the music, the look. Yeah. Um, and he famously said in the 80s, I mean, he, you know, coming out of MTV, it just started. He said, I think it was to um, Alan Leeds, who was his manager at one point, who, if you know Eric Leeds, who was the saxophone player, it happens to be his brother. And um, but he said that, you know, going forward, Alan, you can't just play good music. Mus- music has to be able to be seen by the listener in their yeah. head. Like the, the whole experience, you have to be able to see it. It's not just that you can hear it and feel it. You have to see it as well. Mm-hmm. And and uh, it just, again, it just kind of supports what you're saying about him and his whole approach. Yeah, I got worried. Uh, you know, I got worried because I remember seeing he was pl- doing um, 
he had a song called My Guitar. Yeah, yeah. He did a commercial for I don't oh. even remember what the commercial was for, but he had he did a commercial and it was him and two of his girls. Mm. And he had sneakers on. And that was the first time I ever saw him in sneakers and yeah. I panicked. Yeah. I panicked. And yeah. I and everybody else was like, Oh, Prince did a commercial. And I'm over in the corner panicking. I'm just like, yeah. What's wrong? What's happening? Something's not right. And something's wrong. And then shortly thereafter, when they were talking about him having like really bad arthritis and everything, I was yep. like, I knew it. I you knew were right. I knew, it. I knew it. Like I knew why he couldn't wear heels anymore. And I was really stressed out about it. No, you were right. I, you weren't. I was worried too. And I, we were both right to be worried because that was a hip thing, right? He had, yeah. I mean, he, he really, uh, I mean, you think about his performing career and how much, how many times he was on tour. And mm-hmm. I can't imagine how that abused his body over the course of so many years, right? I mean, so he was so athletic so of course like anybody yeah. anybody who like any dancer any gymnast any you know any athletic kind of person they they suffer you know they suffer yeah. a lot of abuse on their body and like absolutely that, that poor man couldn't 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 hang with the heels anymore i mean i had to give up my heels years ago and it hurt me too but but mm-hmm. i was really worried because i knew that it had to be serious for him to not wear his his heels like i knew that had to be serious and you know what's interesting too i, I look back in his <laughs> mid-90s looks and you know he was he was kind of he was sporting a cane for a while and it yeah. was like everyone thought oh, that was sort of a like kind of fashion thing that he was doing but it might have been also practical like he might have been like i'm having some issues here and i need a little support but of course, I'm going to make it look funky. I'm not going to just have a game, right. you know. But you now, you I wonder, like maybe even back then, he was having maybe some irritation and some problems there that he needed that to walk around with. But anyway, well, I mean, like you yeah. said, he had a rigorous touring schedule. His shows yeah. are always elaborate. There's a lot yep. of choreography. There's a lot going on. He definitely was not one of those just sit still kind of performers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And then when he started, like you know, when he got Misty in there, I feel like he got her in there so she could do the things he couldn't do anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when he and Misty is the ballet dancer. If everybody is wondering who Misty is, what era was that? PJ, when was Misty involved? Was she, that in the early two thousands? Or yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that was later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing him, I mean, I was lucky enough to see him a bunch of times, but I saw him at the um, Academy of Music in Philly. Uh, this is uh, early 2000s. It was a hit and run tour, which he's, he did a, a number of times. He did those, did those like, I just announced a day before the tickets go on sale that I'm playing in Philly for two nights or something like that. Right. And I remember him having a ballet dancer on stage during that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he didn't, yeah, he didn't, obviously wasn't moving around as much as he was, you know, obviously five, 10 years earlier when he was doing splits and all the other jumping off pianos and with the high heels on and all that stuff, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, yeah. Misty Copeland, you know, prima ballerina, he got her to start performing. Um, he got Misty, um, he got her to start performing at a lot of his concerts. Mm-hmm. And that was just because I think it had a lot to do with the fact that he could not dance as much as he, um, used to. And he, yeah. he you know, she provided fluid movement to his shows, you know? Yep. Yep. I mean, dance was always an important part of it for him in terms of the stage presence. I think even back to Sign of the Times, which we were talking about, which he certainly was still dancing, but he had Cat Glover, right, who was, you right, know, right. running around on stage with him, and she was an amazing dancer. And he's always had that element, even up to, 
I mean, I don't know how much his most recent stuff before he passed, but I know like he had the twins for a while. <laughs> for I don't know if they're from Australia who were kind of dancing around for a while. That was around when he performed at the Super Bowl and stuff like that. But you're right. Like he just, he, he's, he knew he wanted to make it an experience. Like you said, I think you, you, you phrased that so well with what he, how we probably approached those things. And yeah. he knew dancing was a big part of it, you know, and he um, had to have somebody up there moving around, you know, if we yeah. if couldn't do yeah, as much as we was- could in the past. Just so you know, that was 2009. I had to, I had to take a look. Oh, okay, 2009. Yeah, I had to take a look. That was 2009, but yeah, gotcha. I, I mean, he definitely always had someone dancing. Yeah, cat, cat big time, and then he had the girls, the twins, and all that yep. stuff. But, but he was dancing with them a lot. But he didn't, he didn't right. dance with Misty per se. She tended to do a lot of yep. it herself, and he would play his guitar more. And yep. I, and I noticed those kind of things because I worry, you know. Sure. No, I understand. I totally do. I do. Yeah. yeah but, did you, you, know. you got to see him. In, you, when did you see him? Did you see him a bunch of times live or did you, were you able to see no, him? Live? No, 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 no. I, I never, ever got to see him live. Oh, it's so sad. I know. Yeah. I've always hmm. seen like, you know, concert footage and sure. stuff like that, but I never physically have been in the room. Mm. Mm. I know. It's, it's so sad. I will tell you my favorite back when he released, and this is one of my favorite albums. That's certainly not a favorite for a lot of other folks, but the rainbow children album, which he released in 2000. um, He was kind of in the weeds, right? He still, I think he just changed his name back to Prince from the symbol. Right. And that was the nineties was its own thing with him. But then um, he was, he was touring small, small venues and he, he wasn't in Philly at the time, but he played a small opera house in DC and this was back when he had just started doing, you know, he was kind of ahead of his time with using the internet and stuff like that for club stuff and getting tickets out to people and releasing material and all that stuff. Well, anyway, if you were a club member, you were able not only to get like advanced sale tickets, which a lot of bands were doing at the time, I think when the internet was just starting to get kind of heated up with using it for ticket buying and stuff like that and for bands to use. Um, he also allowed you to go and listen to a sound check PJ. So I went down, I was playing around with a, a, a little small group at the time. The drummer and I went down and I was trying to be all cool, but I'm like, yeah, you know, three o'clock, we go over for the sound check, whatever. And then um, we get over there and there was only maybe 20 people right there yeah. waiting for the doors to open. I'm like, yeah, hey, it's all good. You know, we can see Prince. They opened the door. All of us were like, yeah, like, we're like, <laughs> like you said, just screaming, like, you know, I don't know. And I like ran, no, we all ran down to the front and he, and he came out and you know, he's always Prince, man. He came out dressed to the nines. He had someone pick out incense that they were going to use for the show. And there was no better moment than for me to see him work the band through a rehearsal. I mean, it was just amazing. Do you know the song extraordinary from the, um, which album is it? I think, uh, uh, friends for sale. It's like the vault was like his last release on Warner brothers. Uh So there's this, it's a great slow song. It's called Extraordinary. And he, and he counted it off. They played. I thought it sounded great. He stopped the band. He said, guys, we're not, we're not hitting it. We're not hitting it. Let's start it again. They did it three different times. And I'm like, what is he not hearing? The fourth time they played it and he let it go. And I'm like, that's what he wasn't hearing. Like, I just, like, it was amazing to just be a fly on the wall or whatever, a, 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 yeah. a freaked out fan in a seat to hear him work the band and just see him like make a finger movement and the band stopped on the one like it just it, it, unbelievable you have to go back i guess to james brown like you can't like who else worked the band like that like it was right. just he's so it's just so good so good. Yeah, i'm so sorry you didn't get to see him last 
I have to say, you talk about looks. I mean, you you right. got to say that Princeton the Purple Rain era was really Little Richard. Yeah, Little yeah. Richard? Little Richarding? I'm not sure how you say that, but no, he was definitely no, you, yeah, inspired yeah. by Little Richard, no yeah. doubt, you know? And I think about Housequake when he does Shut Up Already, Damn, that's such a right, <laughs> Little right, Richard right. type of thing to say. So, yeah. He, all the, all the, you know, all that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very Little Richard-esque. Yes. Yep. But he was yeah. like everybody. You would always say that he was he was just this this globular globular of all the all those things like James Brown and Little Richard and Bowie and this one and that one. It's like it, that, he, just, he was just like this orb of those. Unbelievable, things. yeah. Just this conduit of just like great music, right? And I and I say this in the podcast too, like. Not only was his music great, but if he name dropped, and I'm thinking about some of the name drops he makes, he was my door into Miles Davis. He was my door into Joni Mitchell. Yeah. He was he he drops Mahler Symphony number no. three in a song that made me go and listen to Mahler. Like yeah. the guy, his knowledge, and then that was this was fed from other you know members of the band to like Wendy Lisa and other folks, but like anything he dropped, I bought or I listened to. And yeah. rarely, if ever. Did was did I get let down? Like, what's he talking about here? Like, like and I know, like he famously was like a huge Fleetwood Mac fan. Like, he loved, like, so many. Like, it, it's like you said, his the way he could blend styles. And when he yeah. got like to his apex in my mind, like especially with the the sign of the times era stuff, one song could go through like five different musical styles effortlessly, yeah. seamlessly. And you're just like left with your mouth just hanging open because you're like, this guy just went through blues, rock. Yeah pop gospel yeah. new wave all in one yep he went through new wave pop gospel rock whatever all in within like a three minute song it's insane yeah yeah well you know um we're almost we're almost done here although we could talk on and on i know we could um, yeah. <laughs> but um I did tell you the story. Didn't didn't I tell you the story about when I was when I ran away from home? Did I tell you that story? No, I don't think. Oh, okay. Well, good. So I won't say you. This is new to you too. But yeah. the reason I'm bringing this up was because it's Prince related, of course. But it's it it was a you know there there are these life changing moments in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And I ran away from home. I was you know having trouble with my mom, and I was really really sad and whatever and my best friend at the time I went to her house and I was very sad obviously mm-hmm. and I'm sitting down on the floor hugging my knees you know as teenagers do right and my, she said um I want you to listen to something and she put on she had her record player and everything and she put on her this record and it was free from Prince. Mm-hmm. And she said, just listen to the words. And I did. And it just, I just sat there and wept. She played that song, I don't know how many times that day. (laughs) Yeah. And I sat there and I wept and I listened to it and listened to it and listened to it. And it, it transformed me. That song transformed me. And of course, that was my window into Prince. Mm. And from that moment on, it was just Prince all, all the time for me sure. for a while it was like all prints all the time for a while yeah um but yeah i listened to that and i was all about the around the world of the day album for for a very long time um mm-hmm. for that but you know we me and my mom patched our, our stuff up and um but i was a prince fan from that moment on that and, would do it and uh 
ironically, after, you know, me and my mom patched things up, we would start having like little mom and daughter days and stuff like that. And she was like, oh, you can pick out something we're going to do today or whatever. And she, I wanted to go see Purple Rain. <laughs> okay. But here's the thing. Neither me nor my mother knew what we were in for. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So me and my mom are sitting there in the theater. I'm just sitting there, like, staring straight ahead at the screen, and she's staring straight ahead at the screen. Neither one of us wanted to look at the other one, like, oh, my God. We were just frozen, like, okay, this is awkward. Yeah. But we made it through the whole movie. I I, I had a blast. I enjoyed myself. I was embarrassed a lot, but I had yeah. a good time. And I, that's hilarious. And my poor mother, bless her heart, um, for for not even, for not getting up and being like, no, 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 we're getting out of here. Like, she, sure. She... <laughs> She stuck it out to the end, so bless her heart for that. I'm impressed because I, I we we actually do a movie review of <laughs> Purple Rain, so that's coming up at some point. But yeah, I, I wasn't able to see that movie either because I was it was R. I couldn't get into it, right? I didn't have a way to get in right, to see it. Exactly, I I wouldn't so. have been able to go without my mom. And yep, thankfully she was a trooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's not necessarily. Let's mom, let's go out and see Purple Rain. That's not that's not material you would think of as a nice little Listen, light. She didn't light even thing. know who Prince was. Number one. Oh and wow. Me, I had Prince Tunnel Vision, so I didn't even care if it like I didn't pay attention to the fact it was R rated. I just was like Prince. Yeah, sure. Well, you know what we need to. Do? That's a great story. And uh, what we need to do, or what I need to get you down to fill or down to Harrisburg, because the next one we're going to try to do is we're going to watch Under the Cherry Moon. <gasps> and what I'm trying to see if I can get together is there's a, a nice, a cute little art film house down here in Harrisburg that you can rent. And I'm going to see if they can screen it, invite, I can invite like 12 people down to check it out. We maybe we'll do like a live podcast at the end of the film and talk about the film together and oh talk to some of the people God. who come out. So I, you, if you could make it, if it would work out with your schedule, that would be glorious. That would be amazing. If my schedule allows, I will actually take a trip to Harrisburg. Like I would do that. Yeah. I have to. I just have to get someone to take me. But and listen, if and if you can't get down by car, if you can jump the train, I can grab you at a train station. There's a the Amtrak goes right into Harrisburg. Okay. We can figure it out. Right. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, but that's uh. Yeah, that's a um. How far is Harrisburg from Philly? Like by car? By car, like maybe two hours, maybe a little less, depending. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh. We'll, we will we'll put a pin in that. We'll look. We'll pin that up. Let's pin it. it. Let's pin I it. Definitely under look under the cherry moon. I love that movie. I I own it. I love that. Um, love it. I love that movie. I own it, and I will. I do watch it from time to time. Um, I need a new DVR. Um, yep. Player, but once I get one, I'll be watching it again. So, I really do need a new DVR player. Seriously, big time. So, all right, people out there listening, listen. Let's get the money together and get it. <laughs> <laughs> Go fund me. Let's do it. It's not. They're not even that expensive now. I've just been putting off buying a new one. I just need to. I just need to do that. And that's that's enough motivation right there. It'd be like, if you buy a new DVR player, you can start watching Under the Cherry Moon again. So That should be enough, really, that, honestly. That should be enough motivation for me to just go ahead and do it. So I love it. Thank I you love for it. the reminder. So. Sure, of course. <laughs> well, Ed, thank you so very much. Please oh. tell me and the listeners where we can catch the podcast. 
Of course, you can catch that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, probably any of your other favorite podcast format areas. Um, and again, and it's called Wind Doves Podcast, and we'd love to have you give it a listen. Let us know how we're doing. Yes, it's uh, I. If you are a Prince fan, you the, what's not to like? I'm just saying. Like it's, <laughs> there it is, exactly. Yeah, and exactly. this and this guy, I will qualify him. He is absolutely legit in his love of Prince. So you, <laughs> you're going to the right place if you go check out the podcast. Please do that. I know I will be. So please do that. And thank you for you know I never get tired of talking about Prince, and I could do it all day. And thank you so much for squeezing me into your schedule Listen. so we could so honor the beautiful one well i love your friend and i i was very flattered that you invited me to be on on the podcast i appreciate it so much and i'll tell your listeners keep an eye out because she's gonna have to return the favor my friends and she's gonna have to be on when dove's podcast and we're gonna go deep into yes, the prince conversation with pj brown that will be coming up sometime in the near future. Yes, we will be geeking out again on his podcast. So that'll be great. Absolutely. Yay! Thank you, Ed. I will thank you. you soon. All right. See you, PJ. Take care. See ya. You too. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I love Prince. I, I think I've told you that before. If I haven't, now you know. Now you really know. <laughs> um, but seeing as how we, you know, passed his the his anniversary again, and you know, uh, Facebook popped things up to remind me of the times that I spent uh, honoring Prince and enjoying his work. I thought this would be a great time and I thought it would be a great time because Ed has put out such a fantastic podcast. So if you are a Prince fan, get on over to Windup's podcast and check them out and show them some love and tell them that Beauty Reform School sent you. And I would like to thank all of you for listening to the podcast the way that you have. I've gotten such, so much love and wonderful, wonderful feedback It's been amazing and I love it and I look forward to keep going and I look forward to giving you more and more, but you know, as always, I need your help. So send me people to talk to, send me stories, send me stories. This is about to be, you know, our third season. So this is the perfect time for you to send me things to share send me people who have great stories to share with all of us and lessons to teach and life lessons and rich information to share makers creators people who love beauty people who have learned to love themselves send them all our way we would love to hear from them and that will do it for season two of beauty reform school If you want to send us feedback or people to talk to, respectfully, of course, you can always send it to Facebook at Beauty Reform School or Instagram at Beauty Reform School, or you know what to do. You can go to the usual place at beautyreformschool.com. And don't you worry about next week because we will be here like clockwork because it's what we do. But when we come back, it'll be a brand new season. And pencils down. Classes dismissed. And I'll see you next week. <laughs>